2: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
3: Back into hour number two, scravian friends. <laughs> I got one friend here, Tony Gwynn Jr. I got the other friend. He's in Florida. Chris Ello, how are you?
4: Hello, boys. How we doing today? Hello,
3: Christopher. Uh, yes, it's it's great. Uh you just got to Florida, so how's the weather out there? Is it looking good? Are you gonna get some golf
4: in? Everything's wonderful. I drove by the Taj Mahal of football stadiums on my way up here to Palm Beach. Which one was Saluted that? Saluted uh, Hard Rock Stadium.
3: Oh, home of the Dolphins. Yes, they just played there yesterday. They drubbed. Yeah, we I wish just they got were done time. talking. Were, about it. Uh,
5: were you happy with your with your football club, there, Chris? I mean, I know there was some trepidation going into that game, and they uh, they they handled their business.
4: They really did, and uh, you know, you, you told me that they'd be okay, Tony, because. Uh, they had Zach Wilson, and
3: uh, he did not disappoint. <laughs> you know, I, I understand. I, I f- see something in Zach Wilson that no one else does, and I'm starting to lose faith in Zach Wilson. But I don't think it's all
5: of his fault or Nathaniel
3: Hackett's I, I, fault I, as well. I,
5: I will. Well, I, I I beg to differ on the latter. Okay, Zach Wilson, let's talk I about him. Say I will say Zach Wilson is an easy target foil right at yeah. this point, yeah. right? Yeah. Like he it's the low hanging fruit. I talk about that often. Uh I think the Nathaniel Hackett, you know, has struggled now in two stops. One as a head coach,
0: mm, where he was an offensive point.
5: guy and had Russell Wilson. That's a good point. And now he didn't get to play with his real toy because he snapped his Achilles. <laughs> Aaron uh, Rodgers. But, you know, and I I doubt now that Aaron's gonna come back. At this point, they're eliminated from playoff contention. Yeah, why think he why would. would he at this because point? Because he's Aaron Rodgers would, and he wants to set a record. I would beg to differ on Nathaniel Hackett, Okay, a.k.a. Daniel
3: Hackett. I'm not even going to ask Chris because I know how he feels about Nathaniel Hackett.
4: No, I love him right now. I mean, after the performance <laughs> yesterday, he's my, he's my best pal. I mean, the Jets, look, guys, I looked up in the third quarter, the Jets had gained five yards in the whole game. I mean, that's... That's pretty bad. I mean, this is the National Football League. I I don't... I mean, the Dolphins had four players on defense injured. Uh, You've got to be able to get a first down. Chris, I mean... Come on, you're right. Nathaniel Hackett is...
5: He can't be long for this, the world of the NFL. I will say, (laughs) the only thing that can save him is Aaron Rodgers, right? That's the the only thing I think could save him. And it could very well end up... I think it's going to save him. Keep him there another year. I, I... this is how bad the Jets were. I had Garrett Wilson going, mm, mm. and I was just, like, happy to get the five yeah, yards yeah. for 45 yards that I, yeah, that I got. Catches, yeah, at, at that, the five catches, yeah. The five catches. I was, like, thrilled because I thought I was going to get a, a, an absolute donut there.
3: As a Garrett Wilson fantasy owner in my other league, uh, that's been an entire season of Garrett Wilson, <laughs> like— him getting like six catches for forty eight yards is amazing. You're like, oh, thank God! Thank God he did that. He got nine point but whatever. That's, that's
5: how bad their offense is, is. that you think that there's a chance that any of those offensive players could get you a zero in fantasy? That yeah. doesn't happen very often for like top end dudes.
3: Yeah, in the big five here at the end at three forty uh, end of this hour, um, I'm gonna ask you guys about the Vikings and the. It, there is a hashtag that was trending on Saturday. Fire K O C, and so we'll talk about that when we get to the big five. But do you Kevin know, Kevin O'Connell, yeah, he's under some fire, which I, just I got the say, job last year. No, I know, I, he's he shouldn't be fired. Are we kidding? But I I will say he made some curious play calls at the end of that game. Chris, did you watch that game?
4: I didn't get a chance to watch that. I was refereeing Saturday, but. I mean, given the fact that Kevin is working with, uh, what, his third or fourth different starting yeah. quarterback yeah. this year. Yeah, and crazy. And he still has the Vikings in a playoff position. I think trying to fire this guy, honestly, I mean, I'm going to defend him because I like him and he's my friend, but I think he's done a really good job. I mean, there's not a lot of coaches that can make it work with four different quarterbacks that, in the same season. And, a, he's,
5: and without Justin has Jefferson. Him afloat, right. So. Without Justin Jefferson, they have – they really didn't do anything to address the defensive issues and they've played better uh this year in some ways. So um you knew that it was – remember how many what their record was in like one one uh point score. ball game one score ball games, like I almost said one run. Uh, I almost did two. See <laughs> oh, that's where it came from. <laughs> um they were amazing uh, in those close games last year. Not this year. Not this I mean, they're not having the same level of success this year. And yeah. you had to know that if they played in the same amount of Close ball games, they weren't going to have the record that they did last year. That's how good it was. But I think it would be crazy to fire. Kevin oh, O'Connor. of course
3: it would. It's just fans being crazy. But we'll tell you about that in the Big Five. Uh, Chris's friend, my best friend, Kevin O'Connell, is subject of <laughs> he, the Big had to, Five. he had to he had to one up you there, Chris. My <laughs> this best is Scravy friend. and friends. Okay,
4: yeah, he's just my friend. He's, he's Scravy's best friend. I, I got to tell you one more thing, guys. that, that before we get to yeah. back to the action, I, I walk into the hotel here. In West Palm Beach, and uh, the Syracuse football team is staying here. And I don't know if you guys know who now is the defensive coordinator for Syracuse University. Ooh, it was it was. I had, it, yeah,
3: I, it's someone. Asked I it to totally. Me,
4: right? I, yes, I had totally forgotten. I get on the elevator, Rocky Long standing. That's there.
3: right. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's yeah. amazing.
4: Oh, it was amazing. I, I couldn't believe I walked in. I Competitors go, Coach, don't make what excuses; do do? they just make plays. Yeah, he was standing right there and, he, Chris, what are you doing here? And blah, blah, blah. And uh, so it was nice to That's run cool. into Rocky Long. I was really excited. How's he doing? Oh, he's great. I mean, you know, he's just the best guy. I, I, I can't believe he's coaching at Syracuse. I really had totally forgotten. I had no idea that he was even coaching at Syracuse. So, Did you get the real story uh, was as
3: a, to why he was, why he left San Diego State? Because everybody wanted him yeah. to stay.
4: Yeah, I know. I'll work. I'll work on that. Okay. But you know, now that now that we're now that we're into the Sean Lewis era, I think everybody's pretty happy right now in Aztec yeah. Land. Yeah, I, I, I
3: guess so. so. All right, uh, so. we made some bets over the weekend. We'll review them here in the Daily Gambit.
0: Do you like money?
1: I think about money a oh, lot.
0: Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan.
3: Daily Gambit is our daily sports betting segment here on Gwen and Chris. We made one, two, three, five bets last week or on Friday. And there were some uh, creative bets, Chris, I have to say. I don't have any bets for today since we are done for the year tomorrow. So I'm not going to make any bets. But the first one would be... Does either team cover, and it was the Pistons plus 15 and the Sixers, and the Lakers, or I mean the Spurs plus 6 with the Lakers. Now, I don't know what Tony's doing dancing over here because, yes, neither covered. Wait.
4: No, that's not true. The Spurs did. Yeah, the
3: Spurs did. did because the Spurs beat oh. the Lakers by 14 points. Oh yeah,
5: that's right. I was yeah. like, "What is he dancing for?" Yeah. The Lakers <laughs> lost to one be- of the worst teams I in the NBA. I covered. I'm sorry.
3: The Pistons definitely got destroyed 124-92, but the Lakers lost by 14. And so Chris was the only one who you got don't this need one to right. Say it like that. You could just 14. You could just say the
5: Lakers lost by 14. <laughs> <That's for sure.
3: laughs> it was really funny. You danced though. Uh, the next one would be Kevin Durant. Who had more points? Kevin Durant or Devin Booker? And it would be 26.5 was their over-under. But Chris chose Devin Booker. Tony and I chose Durant, and your your dancing is correct yeah. here because yeah. Durant beat him, Devin Booker, but only beat him by one point. He had 29 points. Devin Booker had 28 points. Uh, next one would be UConn, four-point favorites of college basketball over Gonzaga. Chris and I chose the Zags. Tony chose UConn, and he's dancing because he is right again. Utah- UConn won seventy six to sixty three,
4: and UConn is close. just a thorn in the side of the West Coast. My goodness, <laughs> they,
5: they they beat up poor Gonzaga on this one. Oh, but I didn't even did. see the game. And it and was, I it, the it score. wasn't. It wasn't a, It wasn't like, much of a game. Yeah.
3: yeah, I
4: was surprised.
3: USD Portland State actually favored in this one. Two point favorites in the game. Chris chose Portland State. Tony and I chose USD. Tony's dancing again because he won the <laughs> USD won 69 Finally, in the L.A. Bowl, UCLA five-and-a-half point favorites over Boise State. Chris and Tony were Boise State Bronco yeah, we guys. we picked with our hearts on that one. I was a UCLA guy. I picked with my brain, and UCLA won by 13 points, 35-22. Did you
4: see that uh, Chip Kelly wants to take all of the, all of the yeah. major schools and put them in one conference now? I did see that. I just, Chip, you just have, he just does not have a, he does not want to be loved. He does not want to be loved he does by not anyone
5: want to be loved.
4: <laughs> around college football.
5: I didn't read the nitty gritty, but I took it as the idea that you and I basically came up with that football yeah. is their own thing, like separate it from the sports. I, I didn't yeah. go into the depth of it in terms of what teams are going, but.
4: Yeah, I saw the headline and uh, I, I I got angry before I even read the story and I decided not to get myself angrier. <laughs> uh, this holiday
3: season, shop groceries and baking needs in one trip, and that's it at Smart and Final. One thing I can tell you for sure is that I knew the game was happening, but I completely forgot about it. I didn't see it on TV anywhere. Do we know where this was played?
5: Which game? It was actually on ABC.
3: It was on ten. It was on, 10, 10, on ABC.
4: Yeah, I was on Channel 10, and uh, the, big, the big excitement of the L.A. Bowl was that uh, Gronk. Rob Gronkowski was the host of the game. I, I, <laughs> I, I don't exactly know what that means, but he was running around with the L.A. Bowl belt, waving it around. and Did he have a shirt know, on? Just generally making a nuisance <laughs> of himself.
3: Did he have a shirt on? Tony's asking for some reason. Oh, yeah, I, I think I so. Yeah, typically see
5: him with his shirt off. So you know, I'm glad I he, glad he put, his, <laughs> put his shirt on. I
3: will say this about Gronk: he
4: is committed to the character,
3: or maybe that's
5: just who he is.
3: Whatever, he's he's committed. He is. Uh, Chris, do you have any bets? Yeah.
4: No, I didn't. Uh, okay. No, I've been on a plane all day, all so right. I'm good. I, we finished I'll take Western Kentucky over Old Dominion in the Toastery Bowl that just finished it. <laughs> in overtime, Western Kentucky just kicked a field goal to beat Old Dominion. The thrill of bowl season continues. Did you just say the Toastery Bowl? That's what it's called. I'm sorry, the famous Toastery Bowl. <laughs> I don't even know what that is, but yeah, we don't know need toastery, to know. I don't know what that is
3: all right that is it for the daily gambit uh let's go to break because when we get back tony has to admit something to all of us that he did over the weekend at fantasy football that is a major faux pas be the judge for yourself when we get when we get back on 97.3 the fan gwyn and Christie shaking his head with his head towards the ground here's traffic
0: call from mom answer it call silenced
6: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Back here in the Odyssey Palace, 97.3 fan, I'm
3: Scraby. Friend one, Tony Gwynn Jr. Friend two, (laughs) he pieced to the camera. Friend two, Chris in Florida. Chris, uh, are you in a closet or a bathroom or where are you located right now?
4: Uh, I'm on my bed in the hotel room.
5: Oh, oh, the the chat thinks oh, I that I remember those days just COVID days right there being able to like lay down and do a show that's a great, yeah. that's a great spot I used to do it on my couch and, uh. yeah you would disappear from the camera <laughs> yeah. but you we guys were here still know. talking yes you
3: would lay down you'd be gone uh, before I went to break I talked about something that we need to admit and it will come after this tune in to kick off with Boomer Stinson and Mike Valenti every week Boomer and Valenti preview the entire slate of NFL games analysis from Boomer Picks from Mike. The biggest stories in the league packed into an hour. Friday nights at 6 p.m. here on 97.3 The Fan and always live on the free Odyssey app. Pr- presented nationally by Amigos Tequila. Amigos brought to you by those who drink it and by Lowe's. Lowe's knows home improvement. All right, Tony. You texted us Saturday during the
5: Bengals and the Vikings game. What was the text? Um, I, f- I forgot that there were games being played on Saturday. I did too. And it was a bad week to do that considering the playoffs started. And, you know that's not what pissed me off. What pissed me off was on Monday I made this, I mean, high-level GM move <laughs> to bring on Ty Chandler. I saw him rush the week before. I knew he was going to get a lot of the carries because, what's his name? Madison. Uh, Ma- Madison was out of the game. I didn't know how good he was. I just knew he looked good last week. So I, I scooped him up, had him on my, my roster. I made sure I took Josh Jacobs out. But there was a chance that I, I might not start him. Early. Um, but then something happened. Oh. Um, Madison was out. No. Mad- not only was Madison out, uh, my the, it was official that Josh Jacobs was no longer yes. going to play in the game. So, Ty Chandler was going to be my guy. And for some stupid reason, I pulled... A Thomas Andrews, where I, di- I just left the spot blank instead of just moving him up there Ooh, on Monday oh or Tuesday. And I forgot. And, of course, when I forget, this guy puts up 24 points in oh. this 24. game. 24.7. 7 to be exact. And now, so I'm up 22 points with Hertz... And frickin' Brown to go. Oh, man. We're getting personal. <laughs> if I had that 24 extra points, I'd feel... I wouldn't feel, like, completely safe, but I'd feel, I'd feel, feel pretty good. But instead... Yeah, you'd be
4: in great shape. I'm, I'm sweating
5: yeah. it out, hoping for a miracle. First, I was hoping when I saw... I thought I got my miracle. I saw Adam Scheffler's, uh, Scheffler's report that uh, that Hertz uh, had been downgraded to questionable. I was like, oh... This, I, I might just be lucky. here.
3: I got a chance. And then
5: today, it sounds like he's playing. The Eagles have been playing bad, so I can almost expect like a, a big game from these two today. I just, it's just a bonehead GM move in the playoffs of all <sighs> spots. I, I don't want to.
3: Pile and you're on.
4: playing against a, you're playing against a two-time champion, my godson Connor. He picked up Marcus Mariota. Just in case Jalen Hurts couldn't play tonight, so he covered himself. You covered yourself, you just didn't take advantage <laughs> didn't of execute. it. Didn't execute.
0: Did not you execute. Didn't
4: execute. But here's your hope, Tony is that, uh, you know, maybe Jalen Hurts starts the game, and at that point, Connor wouldn't be able to change his lineup. He'd have to go with Jalen Hurts, and maybe he gets sick in the first quarter. Oh, wow. You
5: give me hope, my friend. you give you me know, hope? maybe
4: just. Maybe he starts and he just, you know, he plays a couple series and just doesn't feel up to it, and then Mariota comes in, there wouldn't be anything Connor could do, and you might, you know, you've been known to be lucky in fantasy football. <laughs> you this do be, have
3: that on your side. This, I have you no you'd get to write
4: the, the book forever if this <laughs> happens.
3: So you would have so. 125 points, actually no, 122-ish points if you would have replaced
5: Rico Dowdle with – Rico yeah, I don't was, know where you came Re- up with that one. Well, Rico Dowdle was, was only in there because Dylan, uh, for the Green Bay Packers, ended up being out. He was questionable for most of the week with the broken thumb. You got rid of him. I don't even see I him had in to get rid of anymore. him. I had no more spots.
3: <laughs> Just in case I win, I, I got Chandler in my back pocket. I mean, this now. is pretty brutal because you both have Josh Jacobs and Jonathan Taylor out hurt.
5: Yeah. So that that I mean, was I was already fighting an uphill battle. I only I, I I recovered and yeah. then kicked my own self. But
3: I will say twenty two points, it you have a lead and it can happen that you win. It but can. I'm not holding my... Because like, what if Jalen Hurts yeah. goes out there, takes a couple snaps, gets the hit, and is, then he's like, the I, I can't is, be it out of here.
5: Look like, it could look like a success for three quarters. It only takes, with 22 points, with two guys, Oof. it only takes one big play That's for brutal. that to be pretty much a wrap. It's
3: brutal when they go deep and you're like, please don't be A.J. Brown. Please don't... Oh, it's A.J. Yeah. Brown. Don't yeah. catch it. Don't catch him. And then he catches him.
4: So. And I don't know if this matters to you, Tony, but they just showed a shot on Monday Night Countdown. AJ Brown did walk into the stadium, so he did make the team bus. So. <laughs> he did make okay. he was, was sick good. too. Yeah, somehow. your hope of your hope of him not showing up is out the window. He is there. So. Uh,
3: before we go into
5: the Wait, Big let me, Five, let me get to this uh, yeah, Matt rule thing. I don't know if you guys remember him. Like I don't know if he was like complaining or if he was just simply stating the fact that. Uh, A good quarterback is going to cost you about, I think he said, Mm. like 1.5? Something like that, yeah. In the portal? Um, Well, he was able to flip a top 100 uh, quarterback or 100 player from Georgia to Nebraska, and I couldn't help think how much money he had to come out of pocket to get that young man. That's (laughs) a good (laughs) point. I'm just saying. So maybe he went ahead and handed over that 1.5. The good thing—I mean, I guess not the good thing—the thing that I think allowed them to flip him is that Rayola uh, has some family ties. I think his father was a, was an All-American there. His uncle is on the coaching staff, so um, he was able—they were able to play on that uh, that family string a little bit, got him to flip. But I have to think, if he's you know one of the top players in the country, he's getting some NIL number, and according to according to Matt Rule, it's going to cost him about one point five, even with family discount.
3: Oh, I was waiting for Chris, but
4: Chris, you got anything on this? You're the host of the show.
3: Pick it up. (laughs) I
5: I was giving you a space
4: to to talk. All right, moving on. No, do you have anything on that, Chris? I don't. I don't. I I don't like Matt Rule. I have that. I don't like Matt Rule. Yesterday, so does it strike
3: you guys as kind of crazy that the NFL pundits out there are still claiming that the Chiefs are the, one of the better teams in the NFL. Their hope- win yesterday over the Patriots should not be celebrated as much as they're celebrating it because the Patriots are a bad team, a very bad team.
0: They, they
5: kind of beat on. Well, them. the
4: thing is, though, Scrape. I mean, the AFC is still, I mean, if you don't, if you don't think the Chiefs are going to come out of the AFC, then who do you think is going to come out? Are, are, you, are you sold on the Ravens? I mean, their defense really looks good. I don't think he can be sold on Miami. They still have yet to beat a team with a winning record. And, and I just think it's, you know, Patrick Mahomes getting into the playoffs, he's going to have a shot. I mean, you know, I don't know that the Chiefs should be favored, but I don't know who'd be favored over them. I know I, The Ravens will probably have the home field advantage, but I, I, I'm still not sold on them. They, they got a little lucky last night. I mean, Jacksonville missed two field goals. Uh, Trevor Lawrence just dropped the ball on the two yard line. <laughs> they messed up the end of the first half. They, they, you know, had they let the clock run out with poor management. I, I mean, those are not necessarily things that the Ravens did. Those are just things that the Jags did not do. Um, so I'm not sold on either Baltimore or Miami. And if that's the case, then you've got to consider Kansas City still with a chance. And, and I'll tell you one thing: This Rashid Rice is starting to step up now as a yeah. wide receiver yeah. That, yeah. that Patrick Mahomes needs. I, I like this guy.
5: You know, Kadarius Tony is still Kadarius, Kadarius Tony is still dropping passes yeah. and that are <laughs> leading to interceptions. Finally, we saw the actually the first crack for pa- Patrick Mahomes was last week yeah. when he was off on the referees. We saw an even further uh, crack there when they flashed to him, and you can't help to think that he was referring whatever he was saying in distress at that point was at tony because it came oh, yeah. right after the the off the fi- after a perfectly thrown ball off his fingertips leads to an interception and you can see him visibly pissed off about it and yeah well uh, the
4: nice thing about Kadarius tony is when he lets a ball slip through his fingers tony he makes sure that he taps it up in the air to give the defensive <laughs> does, back as much time as alive. possible. He can't just drive to keep it, right? it alive for the interception. Yeah. He <laughs> he he has it down to an art form. But I don't know that Patrick Mahomes was as upset as Taylor Swift was when ah, Travis yeah. Kelsey didn't yeah. pick up the interference call in the end zone. That was hilarious. They took a shot of Taylor Swift and you just see her go.
5: F. <laughs> I mean, I mean, she she's was, into it man Taylor, I got to give her some credit She's into it
4: man Taylor was not happy with the referees yesterday For
5: somebody who who supposedly hadn't paid any f- attention to football she is like dialed into to that Yeah she yeah. is um, maybe we, she's, maybe she's a paid thing from the NFL to scrape wouldn't <laughs> doubt it would not doubt it I you out. know
3: I'm I'm starting to get over the coverage because yesterday I was scrolling through my news feed and it said Taylor Swift will be in attendance in Foxborough. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to scroll right past. Don't need to concern you know myself what? That with is, that. That's progress, right? Thank you. Thank you did have
5: an opinion. You scrolled on past. Oh, I had
3: an opinion. But, but you kept it to I yourself. Did. How about I that? Did. Real question, though. Travis Kelsey, and this has nothing to do with Taylor. Do you think that he's uh, maybe lost a half a step? Is he getting older?
5: Are we seeing it? He's still open. I know that. What he if dropped it happened touchdown. from touchdown three till now. I mean,
4: he's <laughs> he hasn't been the greatest uh, this year. He's probably a little banged well, up. Is he? Well, one of the reasons he hasn't been the greatest is because they haven't been able to find a wide receiver for everybody to have to cover. Uh, you they know, just, so they're, they're able to focus on him a lot teams. more. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think that's the big reason. But if Rice steps up like he's starting to do, Travis Kelsey. Uh, He's still going to be a factor in the playoffs. I, I, I I'm.
5: I, I, don't think he's done. I, I think that's premature, Scrape. They, they happen to have the Chiefs' wide receivers' stats up this season: 22 drops.
3: Kadarius, oh,
5: that, no, yeah. that's as a yeah, as a yeah. unit. That's seven more than any other team, and Kadarius Tony. Has five drops on thirty-seven targets. That's a thirteen point five percent drop percentage. That's yeah. pretty crazy. Crazy. Yeah, that's embarrassing. I can't
3: with his uh, his photo either. Kadarius Tony's photo. <laughs> he's got like it's not thirty-five degrees outside while he's taking the picture. He's I got think, like a head warmer on. I think he's always cold.
5: Where was he playing at before this? The Giants. It's cold there too. Yeah, so he has no excuse. I don't have. I don't yeah. got that for Yeah. <laughs>
3: All right, that's it for that. Tony, I'm sorry. That that will sting for a while, though, if, if you go on I don't on want to, to talk lose. about okay. it. Let's just let All the right. day
5: go. Maybe I get lucky at the end.
3: All right. When we get back, we have the Big Five, and my former – not my former, my current best friend and head coach of the Minnesota Vikings is facing backlash from his fan base for one thing that he did in the game on Saturday. So we'll tell you what that is when we get back on 97.3 The Fan. You know, I don't do this every time, but this rejoin music from our friends, a band here in town called Dispersed, Gabe is his name, he came and seek me out actually at the Fan Shout Fest. out to
5: Disperse. And I said, and send Gabe. me a song
3: and we will make it a rejoin, so thank you very much, Dispersed. Chris, you're you're a Dispersed guy, I know it.
4: I was just listening to them during the break.
3: (laughs) Good job. Good job. All right. We have our Chris versus the fans coming up here at four o'clock. We also have uh, the big five and we're going to ask, I'm going to ask you about something that happened to the Vikings game. As I teased. Also, do you guys see what Steph Curry did over the weekend? It's not actually a good thing, but it's pretty incredible either way. And then Mike Tirico had something to say tonight that spurred one of the big five questions. So, Without further ado, we will get to traffic and then the Big Five.
6: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
0: It's that time of the show when we check on the latest in sports. Only the most important topics and questions are brought to light. Stop what you're doing and listen. These news stories will astound and amaze you. The one, the only. Oh, my God. Who the hell can? Big Five starts now on 97.3 The Fan.
3: The Upper Hand Fantasy podcast brings you the latest news and player insights to help you win and avoid any embarrassing league punishments, in-depth analysis, start sit questions, and everything you need for your fantasy team. Download Upper Hand Fantasy on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Thankfully, I no longer... Am someone who is coming in last in his fantasy leagues, so I don't have to do this those year. embarrassing punishments
5: this year. Yes.
3: Uh, all right. Let's get it into the first number five. Now, Chris, you were en route on the bus, but Tony and I started the show talking about the Padres and their payroll for next year. They have to get under the collective bargaining tax. Because they don't want to be going into it with third year in the row over the CBT because they would be charged a fifty percent tax. So we understand why they're getting below it. But the Padres are um, in the scheme of things under just under two hundred million dollars is huge in baseball. But with where they are at now, Chris, what kind of team do you think they can field with this limitation?
4: A really good team. I mean, I, I still think they can. You know, we talked about this the other day. I mean, people are people are looking only at the at, at the. Uh, at the salaries and they're not judging the players i mean you know arizona didn't have a 200 million dollar payroll last year they're in the world series i you can still feel the really good team with 200 million dollars they've got the makings of a good team it's all going to come down to who aj preller plugs in and and helps you know to support these star players there's plenty of talent on this team to still be very competitive and very successful so uh, I'm not really worried about this, you know, the the payroll being reduced. I understand it, I get it, but there's no excuse to still not have a good team. I don't think that's something you can fall back on.
3: All right, Tony. What kind of team do you think the Padres can field with this? I should say "quote unquote" limitation because that's a yeah, high I mean, limitation.
5: you know, there, what was it, the the estimation is around like one hundred and sixty, hundred between one hundred sixty and sixty and hundred and eighty million? Actual cash actual being spent. Being spent? The, the
3: CBT is like around two hundred and something.
5: Uh, I have some concerns, It offensively isn't one of them. I think offensively, even with the pieces missing, that. They should have enough firepower to score runs. And assuming everybody gets back or does what they've been doing throughout their course of career, I have some concerns on the pitching side because um, I I think Padres went out. They got two guys last year in Seth Lugo and Michael Walker that I don't know that you could have expected the type of years that that they put together, which were really fantastic years, which ultimately priced them out of coming back to San Diego um, and so you're going to have to hit on guys like that again and so that's a little concerning for me because it's not just starting pitching it's also bullpen that you've got to address um, with some of whatever limitations that you have um, but I think offensively this team is going to be able to score runs I really believe that it's just a matter of what the what the staff and the pitching is going to look like ultimately. How about getting a hit with a runner
4: in scoring position next year? That would be nice.
5: Well, that would all contribute <laughs> to the offense hitting like I think yeah, they
4: Oh, man. Don't put me back in that mindset, yeah, that was, Chris.
5: That is a tough mindset. I, really that, tough. I don't know that it could it – could, it, it would be just tremendously horrible luck for a team to hit like that again. It's already horrible position. luck to hit right. like saying, that to do to, begin it two, with. to do it two years in a row? Yeah.
3: Wow. If you want to watch us on YouTube, you can, or Facebook, or X. Just go to 97.3 The Fantasy or uh, search that, and you will be able to find us. We are on YouTube now and every single day. Number four. The Vikings, they had a chance to win on Saturday. They took the Bengals to overtime. They had the ball. Here's where the Kevin O'Connell controversy comes in. So they got the ball first. Or Actually, I'm sorry. Let me start this over. They had the ball on the Bengals 42, and they only needed a field goal in overtime to win the game after forcing Cincinnati to a three and out. Fast forward to after the game, and the hashtag FireKOC started to trend on X, and the trend started because the Vikings did a Nick Mullins tush push on third and one, then followed it up with the exact same play on fourth and inches and were stuffed. So they went back-to-back tush pushes, And I can understand why Kevin O'Connell is being criticized by Minnesota Vikings fans. He should not be fired. And I don't think that's what we're going to talk about here, but the Bengals did get in the field goal range. They won the game. Tony, how would you grade Kevin O'Connell's coaching performance this year on like a school
5: grade? I I would give him a B B plus. Uh, when you consider he hasn't had Jeff and Justin Jefferson all season or for most of the season, uh, Kirk Cousin has been gone for most of the season. Um, this team is still in playoff, you know, position or you know, pushing to try to get into that to the playoffs at least. Um, I think you know, in terms of the tush push twice, that is more of a mindset thing. Uh, and and you're tr- we're just going to get it. We're trying. You're, you're trying. To, you know, because that's what Philly is basically. They just pretty much bully you. Like we're we're going to run the football. You know, we're going to run the football. There's nothing you can do about it. It's a mindset so that you're trying to establish. Unfortunately, when you when you go for it twice and you don't get it, what regardless of what mindset you're trying to establish, you're going to be criticized for it. Yeah. And uh, this is one of those situations where it didn't work out. And it further the point that I think Chris has made a whole bunch of times. They should not ban this play until everybody is doing it as successful as the Eagles, which clearly is not the case. I oh, don't no, it's your
3: guy Ty Chandler could have taken that one inch and gotten them the first down. Boom, Vikings win the game. It wouldn't matter anyway. It wasn't in my lineup. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Chris, how would you grade Kevin <laughs> O'Connell's
4: coaching performance this year? I'd give him an A. I, I, I really do. I mean, I don't know too many coaches. I said this before. I don't know too many coaches who could be in playoff contention with three or four different starting quarterbacks, two of which are really, really bad quarterbacks. I mean, let's be honest. Josh Dobbs and Nick Mullins are not, they're not good quarterbacks. And yet Kevin O'Connell still taking Nick Mullins right to overtime in Cincinnati against a pretty good football team. I I think Kevin's done a a terrific job this year. Uh, Things have not gone their way. Tony mentioned it earlier. They won, you know, eight or nine games last year by one score. This year they've lost eight or nine games by one score. So things have not gone their way and they're still there. I mean, they got three games left. Two of them are against the Lions. You know, they find a way to win, win those ball games. They could still, you know, catch Detroit and win the division. I, I, it's unlikely. But I, I think Minnesota's coaching has been, you know, outstanding. And, uh, and for people that want to move on from Kevin O'Connell, I mean, think of some of the really, really bad coaches that are out there that are going to be losing their jobs. Kevin O'Connell shouldn't be one of those.
3: Yeah, he shouldn't be. And if he is, he will be scooped up by another team. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hesitate. Down. I
5: wouldn't hesitate either. Number three.
4: All
3: right, last night was somewhat of a historic moment for Steph Curry, even if it was for a not-so-good reason. The they, Against the Blazers last night, Steph Curry went 0 for 8 from 3, which marked his first regular season game without a made three-pointer since 2018. The streak lasted 268 games, which was the longest such streak in NBA history. And you know who held it before Steph Curry? Steph Curry held it. He's <laughs> done this funny. twice. Uh, Curry already held the all-time, all-time record. But he went 157 games with a made three pointer from 2014 through 16, which broke Kyle Korver's record of 127 games. Lots of numbers there. Chris, do you think a player will ever challenge this record of a 268 games with a made three in a row?
4: Well, ever's a long time. So I know you're going to uh, say probably that. somebody will chat. Yeah, well, that's what I normally say in questions like this. So uh, you know me well, I. Yeah, somebody's going to come along and and be able to shoot three-pointers, but I mean, it's going to be a long time in coming before somebody can shoot three-pointers as consistently well as Steph Curry has, and I I don't think there's any question he's the greatest long-distance shooter in NBA history, You know, and I think this record just underscores that. I mean, you consider he had 268 games, Kyle Korver had 120, so he's 140 ahead of the next guy. I mean, that's that's a pretty impressive record, uh, and uh, you know I didn't realize he still had a streak like this going for the last five years, and until it ended. And you know we just got to appreciate how
5: amazing this guy is.
3: I mean, it is hard to believe that he didn't make a three because he sometimes just throws up threes and they go it,
5: in. It feels like he's throwing it up for us, but those, should, but those are his like shots. Yeah, that's right. Shots he actually worked on. Do you uh, think anyone will ever challenge this record? It's hard to. It's hard to. It's hard to envision it. Um, There's not, there's only one guy who's like even in his class in terms of shooting, and that's Damian Lillard, but they're both around close to the same age. It's going to need to be somebody, I think, hitting their prime and shooting the ball at this level. I don't know nobody who's doing that with this consistency. So I think Trey Young, you think he makes a three every game? Not this consistent. All right. Um, He's also asked to do a whole lot more for, for his team, you know? I just envision. I'm sure it will happen sometime down the line, but it's hard to really see it right now because I don't see anybody who's on Steph Curry's level shooting a basketball. By the way, yes. Uh, just real quick, just a quick add to that. I mean, you talked
4: about he just throws it up and it goes in. I think we were talking off the air the other day that Steph Curry takes what was it, Tony, 500 made threes Five, every day. 500
5: made threes. Well, I yeah. thought there was just shocking. No, no. That means he's shooting more because he's not no. making 500 or 500. Oh, my goodness. And he, it, yeah, he, he's so got to he, make
4: 500 before he goes
5: home.
3: Is it 500 in a row or I mean, just 500? 500.
5: Okay, because I was well, going to say. Either way. I mean, I mean that's, 500 still, in a row, would never, he'd never go home. And maybe. does
3: practice count, too? Like you're playing a scrimmage in practice, you make a three? I wonder if that no, counts. No,
5: it's in a session. So wow. they do what they do in practice, and then that's what he's doing. I don't know if that's like an off-season thing or not, but – it makes sense for why it seems like sometimes he comes off a of screen and just throws it in the air. He just knows how to do it. But he's been, if you're making 500 before ah. you go home. <laughs>
4: it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's insane.
3: Number two.
5: He, he's,
4: he knows what he's doing.
3: I was watching this Sunday night football game last night, and I've heard this many times this year, and I think at one point it was true, but I don't think it's true anymore. Mike Tirico was talking about the AFC North and how it's known for smash mouth football and a division known for toughness, but if you think about it, the Ravens' defense is tough, but their offense is what wins them games now. The Bengals are all about the pass. The Steelers are the Steelers, and the Browns have a good defense, and their offense is supposed to be carrying that team. So, Tony... Which division in football do you think is now the Smash Mouth
5: division? I don't know that it exists anymore in a division, right? Because everybody's so different. I mean, it it still probably is the AFC North, North, but because you think about it, Cowboys in that division, no, I guess No, that's the NFC. I'm saying it, you ask what division oh, is actually see, like I that. See, sorry. When you start talking about the NFC East, you know, Dallas, they don't I don't consider them a smash mouth. Maybe the Eagles a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh but outside of that, I don't know what the Red was with the Commanders are doing. I don't I don't I don't know. I can't they're recognize their mouth. That. They're not being smashed. They don't mouth. either. <laughs> <laughs> AFC West Oh, of course, Terry McLaurin had his best game of the year Like, never mind. Right. My point is that's probably still the division that you would consider. I mean, the closest thing to Smash Mouth. I could be wrong, but I don't see the the uh, the Dolphins in that division. It's not the being AFC South Mouth. or it's def- the NFC South. And maybe it's the <laughs> NFC South by default because they're all six and eight or whatever. None of their quarterbacks are doing very much, yeah. so. I, it's probably still the, the AFC North. It, it, the Ravens still predicate their game off they're running smash the football.
3: Uh, Chris, where do you think the Smash yes. football is in the NFL
4: right now? Uh, it's in the uh, Baltimore Ravens <laughs> that's huddle. That's the way. only place it exists in the National Football League, and that's, that's probably one of the reasons they're going to be dangerous in the playoffs because yeah. if it's bad weather, they can still you know, move the football. I think there's two reasons for why there's no Smash Mouth anymore. One is just the fact that everybody's, you know, high-flying, opened it up, passing game. But two is the weather. You, you don't really have weather games anymore. Uh, everybody's got a dome stadium where there's, where there's potentially bad weather. It used to be when you got to December and January, that's when it was Smash Mouth football, and who could run the ball and control the line of scrimmage. That's just not the case in the NFL anymore. So... I don't think that division exists, just like Tony said. Uh,
3: I'm glad we have enough time, but we since we can't do sports court this week, I wanted to fin- fit this submission in. It's the fantasy playoffs, and this person told me a tale that is technically legal within the parameters of the league, but everyone knows it's somewhat of a chicken bleak move. Player A, I missed
5: that. What was the someone
3: sh- DM me their sports court? Okay. Since we're not going to be able to do it, I wanted to help them. Okay. Player A has Jalen Hurts as their quarterback. As we know, he's. Well, I guess this is kind of no big deal anymore, but he's questionable. He's questionable with the flu, so they planned on picking up Geno Smith, Drew Lock, or Marcus Mariota as a backup plan. Well, last night, I guess the player who they are playing, Player B, picked up all three of those quarterbacks, so blocked them from it. Again, the argument is there or the argument is that there's nothing wrong with it. So Chris, a special vote can be made and is being considered for this situation. Should this player be allowed to pick up all remaining quarterbacks, even if they're not going to use them?
4: You know what I think? I mean, this, this these are the kind of leagues that I play in fantasy baseball. <laughs> this crazy. is what people do. And, and, and this is why I don't have any success. I mean, you know, we had a guy this year in fantasy baseball who won the league, and it's a carryover, and with two weeks to go, he dropped all his best players so that you could pick them up at a cheaper rate. I It's just, I, I just don't understand why people are just so absurdly competitive Seriously? when it comes to fantasy <laughs> sports. It's just, that's too much. So I, I would love to see this league, you know, have a special Dispensation and not allow the guy To pick all those players up yeah, it's, it's, It is them. a chicken bleep move like you said
5: Tony? Chicken bleep move But it wasn't in the bylaws Before the season began No, no that That is a sticking point for me Like We can't change it because yeah. it sucks And it hurts all of us We did not have a rule for but it we bylaws have, are meant to change Not in the process of the Actual season where the rules have been played so, no, Tony's going to win in a court of law. We're going right. to be in a pissed court off okay, for the on. rest of the year, but next year we're going to change these bylaws.
3: More Scrabian Friends. Christmas to fans, 833 Aztecs tickets up for grabs. Welcome into the final half hour of the inaugural Scrabian Friends show. Thank you for joining everyone. Friend one, Tony Gwynn Jr. Friend two, Chris Ello in Florida. And I just saw something on the TV that made me so upset. For no reason, really. For no reason. What are
5: you upset about now?
3: Well, over the weekend, I don't know if you saw this story, Chris, but the uh, security guy for the Eagles, Dom, is no longer going to be able to be on the sidelines for the rest of the regular season after he so rudely put his face in front of Drake Greenlaw's finger when he was pointing at him. Um, <laughs> and I saw, just now, Dom walking in with Jalen Hurts like he's a bodyguard.
5: He is a bodyguard. In the stadium. Who is he going to attack Jalen Hurts in the stadium? doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. This is his job. This is what the Eagles pay him for. Cameras were there. So was Dom. It's not his fault that he's he's protecting uh, Jalen Hurts, who's a superstar in the league. Of course cameras
3: are going to be there. From what? The guy changing the trash or... Taking the waters to the
5: whatever? Scraby, they let you in at Petco Park all the time. And they should because I am a nice man. (laughs) I would have security (laughs) to keep you away from my
3: quarterback. (laughs) I knew you would say that. And, And... uh, really, I don't think that he should be banned for the rest of the season. I think the NFL went a little too heavy we, on him. We, we, well, honestly, I think
4: Reggie Greenlaw should be banned for the rest of the season. I well, agree. If Reggie I really Greenlaw was a player... Right.
5: He, he if, poked if him in Gre- his eye? It, he poked security guard Dom in his eye? If Reggie Greenlaw was a player, then yes, maybe, but he's not. Who was his name? Dre. Dre Greenlaw? Uh, whatever
4: yeah. his name is.
3: He's a great, <laughs> great did one. You,
5: did you guys,
4: by the way, speaking of... Uh, Guy's suspended for the season. Did you see former Aztec DeMonte Casey? Oh, good point. Yeah, has been suspended that. for the rest of the season. Now, rest and, of the uh,
5: regular season or rest of the season? Well, he's on the Steelers. So oh, well, three games, so, yeah.
4: Three games. So, yeah, if the Steelers make the playoffs, maybe he could come back. But... I knew Demonte Casey he was a good good back. I, I did not know he was known for um, you know illegal hits. Yeah. yeah, he had
5: one with Atlanta. I remember that. Do you, did you see what uh, the goat said about it though? No, Jerry Rice. Uh, it, no, not that goat. Tom Brady oh. was quite uh, upset about the suspension, saying that he thinks that to put the onus on the that type of play on the defensive player, he thinks is completely unfair. Good.
4: Uh, did he see the play? It's- yeah, it, I mean. It is pretty funny how Tom Brady, now that he's totally protected <laughs> and out of the league, <laughs> finds he's all defend- the defensive players around football now.
3: I mean, who am I to argue with Tom Brady? But it did look like it was an unnecessary shot to Michael. I didn't Pittman. think it was an.
5: I, I don't think it was an unnecessary. Sh- I mean, really, was, I think it was a bad shot. I don't think it was uh, intended. I think my man was going low. My man ended up diving or falling or whatever he did. He ends up low and it looks terrible. Does it change it
3: for you that he has he does have a past of these things?
5: It does, but it doesn't, right? Because he hasn't done anything this year, right? He has been pretty. Not that I know. Of. I, I, no. I can't recall. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. Uh, it it I was maybe very in surprised. Past years. I'm gonna have
4: to. Go ahead, Chris. I was just gonna say I'm gonna have to talk to Rocky Long about it when I run into him around the hotel again. Yeah, you should. I was one of his players. That is
3: true. But um, I don't know. Is Michael Pittman okay? Do we know? Have we I seen anything? I think he's anything?
5: okay. I All right. Because it looked like a, a tough hit. It, it, it was. No, it didn't look like it. it was it a tough was hit. It was a tough hit. And that's a tough <laughs> dude, too, that had to come out of the game. It, it was. Yeah. Uh, oh,
3: Keaton Mitchell last night, too. That was unfortunate. He tore his ACL for his... What is with the Ravens in the running back position? Like, they are cursed at the running back position. I know. Anyway, all right, Chris versus the fans. It's going to be actually the final one of 2023. So, Chris, you got to bring your A game. Fans have to bring their A game because you will be qualified for our grand prize, a two-night stay at Westgate Las Vegas, uh, dinner at Edge Steakhouse, and two tickets to Manilow at Westgate Las Vegas. Join Barry Manilow for an unforgettable evening at the Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino International Theater. Enjoy show-stopping performances from Copacabana to Mandy and Can't Smile Without You. Or can't smile. I don't Never mind. <laughs> I'm going to stop right were now. Are you about
5: to sing right now? I, I don't know how it goes, <laughs> and so I don't know why I did
3: that. All while yes. experiencing a night of illustrious showmanship. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com to see Manolo at Westgate Las Vegas. Also, you will win a pair of tickets to tomorrow night's San Diego State basketball game against St. Catherine. Tickets are on sale now at GoAztecs.com. And finally, Chris versus the Fans is brought to you by Tarpey Plumbing, Heating and Air for Best HVAC and Plumbing Services in San Diego and the surrounding areas. Call Tarpey today.
0: If you had one shot, one opportunity to take down the human almanac himself. Howdy-do. Now is your time. Listen to me, this guy is dangerous. Now is your opportunity to win a prize. Well, I hope you know what you're in for. Chris versus the fans starts now on 97.3 3 The Fan.
2: I did, I
3: thought. It didn't go on. I didn't hit it hard enough. My fat fingers didn't come through there. The rules you have to make it through three questions. Each question will get more difficult. If you get the question right, you move on. If you get it wrong and Chris gets it right, you're eliminated. But if Chris gets it wrong and you move on to the next question or you win, and I gotta say, guys, I am. There's one thing, there's a couple things I'm looking forward to over the next week and a half when we are enjoying our holidays. And one of them is that I will not have to make any to fans questions for about 10 days. So that's beautiful. All right. Thanks, guys. Uh, <laughs> first contestant. What do you want you know, us to do, know? a backflip? I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I terrific. Was hoping, I was hoping I would
5: do one. a cartwheel. There's not enough space I was, to yeah. I was <laughs> hoping for one. I was hoping for one. All right, Tony, take it away. All right. Eric is our first contestant on this Monday afternoon. My, Eric, welcome to the show.
3: Yeah, perfect. Can you hear me this time? Oh, is this Eric?
5: Your, your phone you're, does not you're, like you're our a little phones. spotty, but we'll work with it. Yes, we'll work with it. Right. All, All right. All right. All right. This is
3: this is
5: well, first, happy belated yes. birth- birthday. Yes. Don't or be it. embarrassed. Your phone is still cracking, but that's all right. <laughs> we're going to work through Great. you.
3: All right. Here we, uh, did you say you were a first-time player last time? I think you did.
4: I didn't, but you guys couldn't hear me. Don't uh, that. No worries. All right. No, first-time first first oh, player. All right. Stay go.
3: there, Eric. I'm going to put you down for now.
5: Here we question go, question. Question number two. What Packers wide receiver holds the team record for most career receiving yards? It's a name you definitely have heard, and their career started in 1999. Just making sure. Jeez Louise, right? Uh...
3: Got an answer? Is it, is
4: it Greg Jennings? Greg, Greg Jennings. Jennings. Stay
3: there, though, Eric. This is a tough one. I believe.
4: Hello for the. Steer. I'm going to go with. Uh, I'm going to go with Sterling Sharp on this. Sterling,
5: one. Sterling Sharp. Sharp. Shannon's older brother.
3: Wow. Also, you are incorrect. still there, Eric.
5: Eric. You move on to the next round. The answer, Donald Driver.
4: Yeah. Ah, Donald Driver, oh, yeah. Forgot good, about good him. Good
5: receiver. All right, Eric, here we go. Question number No, I didn't forget three.
4: about him. He just didn't answer him.
3: Sterling Sharp was a pretty famous name.
5: Eric, name the last three Super Bowl MVPs.
3: that that would be tough but i did this on the uh off the top of my head so all right stay there Eric.
5: mr elo give us the last three mvps super bowl the uh Olympics.
4: cooper cup is one of them
5: okay um i gotta think who played in the
4: super bowl last year uh probably patrick mahomes hey was the mvp last year and I'm going to say I'm just I'm really doing this fast without really doing a lot uh, on it. Uh, Tom Brady. I mean, that would be a pretty safe guess.
3: And you're correct. Sorry,
5: nice work, Eric. Thank you. You almost Sorry, Eric. got by. We'll go to Dan the man. Dan the man. Dan, welcome to the show on Monday. On this Monday.
0: Hey,
3: gentlemen. Happy Christmas. Happy New Year. I won't see you for a while. Okay. Indeed. Right Same. back at
5: you, Dan. Here we go. First question. Which NBA player has made the most threes in history? Wow. jeez, I don't know. Uh, Steph Curry. I was going to say. You do know was was yeah,
3: We just talked about it, so. Hopefully. Here we go.
5: Question number two. What Charger player holds the team record for most career receiving yards? Um. Yeah, that one I also do not know. Uh, Kellen Winslow. Kellen Winslow. Stay there, Dan. Hello for the, the steal.
4: Boy, that's a tough one. Kellen was one of my guesses, so I'm glad he took him off the board. Uh, Charlie Joyner would be a guess, but I'm going to go with Antonio Gates. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That Signed is correct, in. Antonio oh,
4: Gates. Oh, sorry,
5: Dan. We go to our third contestant of the day, Mike in Escondido. Mike, welcome to the show.
0: Hey, this is actually his son,
5: Aiden. My dad's out, and he just uh, left the car to go into the store real quick. Aiden, <laughs>
3: uh, Aiden are you playing?
5: You're filling yes, in? All right, Aiden, here we yeah, go. Here we
3: go. I love it. Well, a- <laughs> Good luck, I, Aiden. My-
6: my dad's played
3: before, but it's it's
5: my first
4: time on. Oh, well, we got our first time. time oh, player. get him yeah. in there!
5: Get him in there! Yeah. Question number two: What team was home for the AFC Championship last year? Last year in the AFC Championship at home, that'd be the Kansas City Chiefs. Wow, he's
3: on the board. Not even a. Not even thinking about. Let's it. see he if you can it. wrap
5: this up before Dad comes out of the. Uh, the gas stationer. And then, then you can tell him you qualified him for a trip to Las Vegas. <laughs> question number three. What
3: actor? Wait. Sorry. We used that
5: one. All right. Late superstar Pele has been credited with the popularizing... With popular... Pop... Your, oh, my Lord. Should we start? Should you lar- ask another question? Yeah. Or? No. Go. We're not asking another question. We're asking this question. Okay. Popularizing... <laughs> the latest, late superstar Pele has been credited with popularizing the phrase, the blank game in connection with soccer. What words fill, what word fills in the blank? That is a lot of words. In this phrase. Uh, We're looking for. The, the greatest game. The greatest. Stay there
4: hello oh boy i think you got me on this one scrape really i think yeah i don't know i uh, thought you were a soccer I, expert as soon as i'm certainly not <laughs> um as soon as i hear it i'm probably going to be upset because i'm sure i've heard this a hundred times i um, hoping it'll come to me but it's not so this is good news for aiden I hope his dads inside Mike's and Escondido's <laughs> making ribs. <laughs> That's where he's at right <laughs> now. I always think of when Mike from Escondido calls, Mike's Escondido Rib Place. It is the um it is the Boring. <laughs> oh,
5: wow. A <laughs> double shot. <laughs> hit.
0: Man, that is incorrect. Aiden, Aiden, you winner. Aiden? Aiden. Wow, even
5: It wasn't the boring game, Chris. The phrase is the beautiful game. Stay there, Um, Aiden. The beautiful game. The beautiful game. Aiden, stay there. Scraby will help you or your dad get qualified for this vacation. Very good, Aiden. Take over, son.
3: Oh, yes. When we get back, final segment of Scraby and Friends. It's actually been a really good day. I think... um, I think this is just going to become a thing. you friend no, no, one, no, no. Chris's a- friend <laughs> two. Uh, you wish. What do we want to talk about when we get back? I don't know. What did are we you guys talking about, hear who
4: the, uh, Did you hear who the Padres can pick up on the free agent market? Former Padre got released today. Oh, oh yes. Sense.
3: I like it, Chris. I know where you're going. We will reveal who is back in the mix for the Padres as Science, free agent. When we get back on 97.3, the fan. Am I a dork for one thing, Tony? Don't say yes. Don't say yes. But whenever it gets to the end of the year, I don't know why, but I love to be dramatic about it because we are now entering the final segment of 2023 for Gwen and Chris. Tomorrow, I will be back with Sammy. It's Sammy and Scraby tomorrow. We're going to have some fun doing that, but... It's uh it's over for this year, guys. How you feel? Pretty good, pretty good.
5: Tony? You told me not to answer yes. Oh,
3: okay. Uh, how do you feel, Tony?
5: Uh I'm happy for another year.
3: Okay. Man, you guys are real <laughs> you guys are real talkative. This holiday season shop grocery.
0: Name <laughs> and <laughs> logo. <laughs> yeah.
3: That's what's going on. This holiday season, there shop groceries and baking needs in one trip, and that's it at Smart and Final. Chris with the strong tease heading out of Chris versus the fans. Chris, who is this player? Yeah, I
4: think I can save the I can save the Padres free agent offseason uh, because Matt Carpenter was released today by the Atlanta Braves. So we're gonna take him back. Not no.
5: at that price. He's, he, I don't think he, so. he
3: can't be he can't be making
5: more. Like he, no, no, he's well. He wouldn't he, be able he, to he make would that get, again, he right He'd only be able to get minimum, okay, because he's already going to be paid for this year six, however many million dollars it. was. Now the Braves going to pay him the eight million to go I, away. I read that it's it's split. I don't know 50-50. I don't know the percentages, but it's Braves and Padres will be contributing to his okay salary that. Yeah. Was old too. Well, so what's the It's Braves, good for Matt Carpenter. What's
3: the break? Did they want Ray Kerr and AJ said you have to take Matt th- Carpenter? I
5: read they thought they would be able to flip Matt Carpenter and trade him elsewhere. They got no takers, so they get Ray Kerr and um, some cash to basically you know, let him go. Why would they... <sighs> I'm just
3: going to stop being mean, but the, the strategy would, of being able to trade Matt Carpenter to someone else—they like clearly won at Kerr. Shot. Yeah, this is yeah. why they did it. Okay,
5: being able to flip Matt Carpenter, in their opinion, uh, was a bonus. Was would be something that they could—they thought he might be able to pull off. They didn't. They released him. All right, Chris, you wanted yes. to talk about? The, <laughs> it's so weird that
3: Scary and Friends had to be when Chris was in Florida, but. Uh, we, you were talking in the break about some of the things that happened over the NFL that caught your eye.
4: Well, no, I'm really. I mean, I think a couple of things. I mean, the Buffalo Bills are starting to play well again, and you know, you look at the, the people aren't talking about them at all in the AFC because right now they're not in the playoff picture. They're they're on the they're on the outside looking in if the playoffs started today. But you look at the Buffalo Bills' remaining schedule; they're playing the Chargers which is about as automatic as a win as there is in the league right now. Their next game is against the Patriots, which is another automatic win. And then they finish up at Miami. And I'm telling you right now, Buffalo's only two games behind Miami. And if Miami were to lose one of its games, and they play Dallas and Baltimore, so there's a good chance Miami will lose at least one of those. Buffalo could end up beating Miami in the final game and winning the tiebreaker, and actually winning the AFC East, and going into the playoffs with a home field. So it's just that's how close it is right now. And I think the last three weeks are going to be, you know, awesome in, in the AFC and the NFC too. But you know, we we're talking earlier about you don't believe in the Chiefs, and and I was saying that you know the Ravens haven't really sold me yet. Miami still hasn't beaten a, a team with a winning record. Look out for Buffalo. I mean, this is a team that's supposed to go to the Super Bowl in the last four or five years. Maybe they'll sneak in this year when everybody forgets about them.
5: You know, the, the, what you said is pretty is not interesting. I think it's kind of scary, right? Is Buffalo's pretty much had to play playoff games since last week. This was their second playoff game because yeah. they're playing for their playoff lives. And those teams, especially one that's this talented, can be the most dangerous. Now, The question is, can they sustain this, right? Because it's not like there's two weeks left to go in the season and they're having to carry that into the playoffs. They got another, what, three weeks to get through before the playoffs actually start. Injuries, different things can happen in that time. But right now, if you're watching the Buffalo Bills, the way they played last week, the way they played this week or or this past week, the last two weeks, I should say, it's a dangerous team, not a team that you want to have to face come playoff
4: time. No, there's a very good chance that when they play that last game at Miami, it'll be for the AFC's title. And, you know, Buffalo, Josh Allen has had Miami's number for the last several years. So uh, I would not put it past Buffalo to, you know, be a big factor in how this thing turns out in the AFC as long as they – I mean, the Chargers, my goodness. I, I looked at the spread. The Chargers are home for that game against Buffalo next week. Buffalo is a 14-point favorite. I mean, that's how much people are giving up on the Chargers. And who knows what they're going to bring to the table in that game. Buffalo might be able to cruise for two weeks. And, you know, I think it's going to be real interesting to see who, you know, ends up on top. I think the NFC is a little more cut and dried. I mean, you know, you got the 49ers are playing the Ravens this week. You know, that's, that's a matchup of the two number one seeds going head to head with three weeks to go in the regular season. The 49ers do what they usually do. You know they're gonna they're gonna put a hurtin on Baltimore and I, I just don't see anybody being able to beat them in the NFC. But the AFC is just honestly six or seven teams could end up in the Super Bowl from that side.
5: I think that Monday night game is gonna be dynamite next week. I don't I don't think this is gonna be a is it Monday night? Who is it? Or Baltimore? Is I don't know Monday when do the 49ers play the Monday Ravens? It's Christmas. Well, really? They
3: play it this coming weekend. They play on Christmas,
5: so it's, a, it's Christmas night. Monday. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's a great game. That's going to be, be a great, great game. game. Let's hope because we I mean the 49ers the
4: defense had... just the 49ers defense yesterday was was suspect. It was. Best it was now Arizona. granted
5: they didn't have some guys in there defensively yesterday. Right. But that's true. This, but... this Baltimore Raven team is is they keep finding ways to win. You got to account for Lamar Jackson. This, I think this is going to be one of the best games we have. This, this
3: is actually um, there's three games next Monday. The Raiders and Chiefs are at ten A. M. Nah. Giants and Eagles are at one thirty nah, and then the nah. Ravens and the 49ers yeah. are at five fifteen. You know which one is the yeah. best game then? Definitely the other one. All right. Thank you for everyone to everyone for joining Scraby and Friends. Tomorrow we change the show name once again. It will be Sammy and Scraby. These guys are done for the year. Tony and Chris, you, we'll see everybody you on the other side.
5: Enjoy your Christmas. Happy New Year. See you on the other side. Take care.
4: Have a great holiday, everyone. Thanks for being with us all year. We really, really appreciate it out there.
5: Thank you. Bye.
2: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive.